TGIF, my friends, TGIF, yes, you've got to be thankful for every single day that we are given. Some folks didn't wake up today, and we're finding out more and more that some folks that didn't wake up because of COVID really had nothing whatsoever to do with COVID-19, the Wuhan virus. I'll call it exactly what it is. It came from there. It originated there. China lied. People died. Friends, we all need to know the truth about what is really going on. I'm going to try to bring some of that truth to you today. It's such a pleasure to have so many of you on with me. Thank you. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, thank you. Twitter, thank you. And if you're listening to my podcast, you are getting some amazing one-on-one interviews. Who just dropped this week? Roger Stone. His whole podcast is now live on the David J. Harris Jr. uh, podcast as well as Bishop Harry Jackson is live. Uh, David Benham of the, of the Benham Brothers is going to be live over the weekend. We've got Jenna Ellis that works for the President Donald J. Trump. She was on again this week. Uh, Bishop Harry Jackson that gave that amazing speech in the Oval Office. He's there. So if you're not already subscribed, please, after the show, make sure you subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. Show. But you definitely want to hear what Roger Stone had to share now that his gag order has been lifted. He hasn't been able to say anything for 16 months as to what went on. He tells all in that interview. I know you're going to love it. So again, thank you folks for uh, spending a little bit of your day with me. The president had a very short press conference today. I think it's, I think, I think we all know why I I I have a video I'm going to drop after the show, probably about an hour after the show that really breaks down exactly what the president meant. I think those sane of us out there, the individuals out there in America that actually operate from a place called sanity and reason, we understood exactly what the president meant. In no way, shape, or form was the president trying to suggest to inject yourself with any type of solution, cleaning solution, or bleach. That's just ludicrous, okay? That's not something that any sane person would think, yet leave it to the Democrats to suggest that that's exactly what he meant. He also talked about uh, the effects of UV rays, uh, light inside the body, and people gaffed, Democrats laughed. It was trending all over Twitter, yet I got a video to show you, friends. It actually is a therapy of uh, pushing UV lights through the body and even into the vo- into the body via an IV. So what do we have here now where all these Democrats are just trying to, uh, uh, specifically Pelosi, Schumer, CNN, Anderson Cooper, all these whack jobs that we already know are liars. They're now just trying to push the envelope. They just tried to, they've been trying to just get a gotcha moment, any kind of gotcha moment. Oh, that's what he said. This is what he meant. Now he says, well, it was sarcasm for that. I don't, you know what? I, I, I don't care. I know what the president meant. I know what he didn't mean. And I know that you all are a bunch of liars, you phony CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, and sometimes Fox too. You're liars. You only try to breed division. We're dealing with a pandemic. And you're trying to say, oh, we got you, Mr. President. You didn't say this or you said it that way or you'd said it a different way. Nancy Pelosi actually had to take to the stage to share what she felt that the president said which is just absolutely ridiculous. But again, can you expect anything else from this woman? What's gotten into him? Well, it's an indication. The president is asking people to inject Lysol into their lungs. And Mitch is saying that uh, uh, states should go bankrupt. It's a clear, visible, within 24 hours, of how the Republicans reject science and reject governance. If you don't believe in science, and you don't believe in governance, 
That's their approach, and we do not. We don't want any more government that we need, but we know that governance has a role, and we know that science has a role. And without science in our decision-making, uh, we are not going to be on a very successful path. I just love how these Democrats are talking about science so much. Aren't they the same Democrats that refuse to accept the scientific fact that a baby is a baby inside the womb? It has its own set of DNA. It has its own fingerprints. It has its own heartbeat. And we all know when something has a heartbeat, it's alive. So they're pushing this science garbage. And she started right off by saying, the president suggested ingesting Lysol. No, you crazy woman, no. He never suggested ingesting or spraying Lysol into your lungs. He was merely being transparent, which is one thing that I appreciate about this president. Unlike most every other politician, especially on the Democrat side, you're not transparent, you're scripted. You, well, except for when you're in front of your $25,000 refrigerator showing off your $15 uh, pints of ice cream, you're not thinking very well. But everything else that you tend to do is normally pretty scripted. Well, this president is absolutely on to something. And once again, Bill Bryant of the uh, of Fort Detrick, that bio lab there, was there again today to speak and share. And friends, I literally just got off the phone with Mike Lindell, and I cannot wait to tell you the news. I cannot wait, but it has been triple, double, triple, quadruple. I don't know how many times they had to verify this news to make sure that it's fact, but it is 100% fact. And the news is going to be amazing. It's going to appease so, all of our country. And most likely the world when I get to break this news to you. Speaking of Mike Lindell, I've got to interview him a couple times on my podcast. The man is amazing. He stood in the Oval on in the Rose Garden uh, outside the Oval Office of the White House and declared, use this time to get close to God to read your Bible. Target literally ran out of children's Bibles. Uh, I believe that it was a an, an, act, an absolute just call to all of us to just come back to our faith. Well, one thing I can throw out, Mike has, uh, has given me a little uh, bonus. He is sponsoring my show, and he said, David, use the code. I'm giving you your own code, David. If you like Mike's pillows or if you want to try Mike's pillows or his sheets, I've got his pillows and I've got his sheets. I love them both, especially the sheets. The sheets are amazing. And I've got his pillow topper. If you need some new MyPillow merchandise, use the code David. Very simple. Use the code David at MyPillow.com, and you'll get, you can save up to 60% uh, off of whatever it is. Each thing has its own mark, but it's up to 60% off that you'll save by using the code David at MyPillow.com. So there's a bonus for you. Blesses Mike, blesses me. You know, I've got a small business as well. We're feeling, the, we're feeling the tightening of individuals that are out there that are just feeling the pain and they're not spending money on things like, uh, like they were before this pandemic, but we're all going to make it through. And for those of you that aren't feeling quite the pinch and know that you need some good new sheets or pillows, go to MyPillow.com and get, those, uh, uh, get whatever you need and use the code DAVID. Uh, it'll be a blessing for you. I know you'll love it. So while we've got Nancy Pelosi that has uh, blatantly came out and lied to all Americans suggesting that the president uh, suggested spraying Lysol in your lungs. Absolutely sickening, absolutely disgusting. The interesting thing, while Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton actually 
she tweeted out, she said, uh, please don't poison yourself uh, because you think the president said it's okay. You know, the, the Hillary, the, the wannabe hopeful president for the Democrat Party, and now Joe Biden, the wannabe hopeful president for the Democrat Party this upcoming election, both of them had negative tweets to their followers. Something hit me. They're telling their followers not to do something really stupid. What does that say about the people that follow them? What does that really say about their audience? What does that say about these individuals that are following for breadcrumbs, for hope and for life, uh, these individuals that have tried to become the president of the United States? Hillary failed uh, time and time again. Biden's going to fail this year, but it's going to be because of us. Anyway, that video, when it drops, you're going to love it. Well, Nancy Pelosi's son, uh, nephew, excuse me, nephew, is proving exactly what I think a lot of Democrats are actually going to do using this pandemic for their own personal state's gain, using this pandemic as a way to get money and funding from the federal government uh, in order to fill their coffers that were already bankrupt. So many states ran by Democrats are bankrupt, and yet they want to use the pandemic to try to get away with it. Well, Gavin Newsom has changed the rules to keep lockdown going. Expect more Democrats to follow this scheme. The state of California has managed nicely when compared to some states in the fight to combat the virus, a disease that must not be named is what I've got to put out there. As of Thursday, there were 1,440 deaths, or only a fraction of the 19,000 deaths in New York. However, Governor Gavin Newsom continues to maintain a lockdown order that he stated won't end until between 60,000 and 80,000 tests are done every single day. That is not what he had originally said is the problem, and nothing has changed that warrants his decision to change it. Uh, That's almost triple the 25,000 tests that the governor set as a testing standard he stated was needed to lift the restrictions on his state. Why is he doing this? I honestly believe that the Democrat governors got together by phone, conference, Skype, Zoom, whatever, and quietly made an agreement to hold off on reopening their states to hold out for more money from the federal government. It's the only thing that makes sense especially when you see this video of a doctor from California that's exposing the amount of tests and the amount of people that have tested positive for COVID-19 that are fine. It completely skews the numbers in a good way to show that COVID-19 is not actually as deadly as they thought. So I think that that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, the technically they, they, they owe, which technically owes states nothing to grab as much Uh, power in the middle of the pandemic lockdown as they can to fundamentally transform states into little utopian heavens on earth and of course to harm President Donald Trump in November. Four years ago, I never would have thought such a thing that we would see the evil come out in the Democrats and the mainstream news media ever since this president was elected. So it is what it is. First of all, it's our money. It's your money. It's my money. It's our money. We're the taxpayers. That's what they're using. That's what this money is. The federal government has no money of its own. Everything it spends, it takes from working Americans, paychecks, taxes. And it'd be nice if politicians started remembering that every time they demand more money to pull off their power grab schemes, that it's actually our money. The San Francisco Chronicle reported that Gavin Newsom's new testing threshold relies on the opinion of Harvard researchers who've said that 152 tests a day for every 100,000 individuals ought to be in place to safely reopen. So he's listening to Harvard. 
the university that almost got away with taking millions when they've got a billion dollar, $40 billion endowment, something absolutely ridiculous. So he's going to listen to Harvard. Let's listen to what this doctor shares. This doctor in California has some very, very eye-opening news uh, that, uh, that actually is starting to follow the same information that I reported on to you yesterday from the University of Southern California, as well as uh, uh, the University in Santa Clara, the, where the number of individuals that have been infected and are fine are far greater than we originally told. These numbers are from yesterday. We have 33,865 COVID cases out of a total of 280,900 total tested. That's 12% of Californians were positive for COVID. So we don't, the initial, as you guys know, the initial models were, were woefully inaccurate. They predicted millions of cases of death, not of not of prevalence or incidence, but death. That is not materializing. What is materializing in the state of California is 12% positives. Well, if we, we have 39.5 million people. If we just take a basic calculation and extrapolate that out, that equates to about 4.7 million cases throughout the state of California, which means this thing is widespread. That's the good news. We've seen 1,227 deaths in the state of California with a possible uh, incidence or prevalence of 4.7 million. That means you have a 0.03 chance of dying from COVID-19 in the state of California. 0.03 chance of dying from COVID in the state of California. Is that, does that necessitate sheltering in place? Does that necessitate shutting down medical systems? Does that necessitate people being out of work? No. It does not necessitate shutting down the country, shutting down the state, or extending the stay-home order that Gavin Newsom just implemented. Friends, we should all be very, very alarmed by this information. We should hope that every state sees this. You should hope that every of your, all your family members, anybody in, in the medical community sees this, your politicians see this. If for no other reason for you to share this video, share it so America gets to see exactly the truth that's coming out. It's, it's a trend, it's not new. Again, University of South, Southern California shared it. Another uh, study and research that came out of Santa Clara shared similar numbers to this. So why has the mainstream media been pushing this narrative so hard? They didn't do this during H1N1 under Obama. Friends, it is a blatant attack against this president. Whether this was intentionally released by China, whether it was an accident, we know one thing, China lied. They tried to cover their tracks. They wouldn't let CDC come in and run any tests, check out what was going on. The World Health Organization sided with China and also tried to cover up for China, saying that it, there was no human-to-human -human transference, that there was it wasn't a contagion. Initially, that's what they said, and yet the president still had the wherewithal and the gut feeling to shut down travel from specifically Wuhan, China, on January 31st. Had he not done that, we would definitely see 10 times, possibly 100 times worse cases because it is targeting individuals with immune deficient systems and individuals with high blood pressure, diabetes. It is targeting individuals that have compromised immune systems. So it could have been a lot deadlier than it is, but 
It is not so deadly that we need to continue to keep our country shut down. I really am going to try to get this information directly to the president, that, that specific video directly to the president, and hope that he can see that. He's probably seen it already. I don't know. But I do know one thing. His team and he even sees a lot of my videos and a lot of what I put out. So we need to know exactly why these states are continuing to keep the shutdown happening. And we need to know this as well. This, uh, this doctor actually shares the results. She's the director of the Department of Health. Uh, she shares why so many COVID deaths are actually classified COVID deaths. I just want to be clear in terms of the definition of people dying of COVID. So the case definition is, is very simplistic. It means at the time of death, um, it, it was a COVID positive diagnosis. So that means that if you were in hospice and had already been given, you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means that if, um, it technically, if even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So um, everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death, but they had COVID at the time of death. I hope that's helpful. That's kind of helpful. It's helpful to understand why there are the number of deaths that there are, but how in the world is that even relevant? Why would they be deeming somebody dying of COVID-19 if they had other underlining issues? Why, I've seen the videos of doctors trying to blow the whistle saying that these are what hospitals, these are the instructions that were given to hospitals, probably from directors of the Department of Health just like that. Something is very, very, very smelly about all of this. And if one thing is for certain, we Americans better understand why would something like this try to be take place? Why are the Democrats pushing for it? Why is the mainstream media pushing for it? Because there was an absolute red tsunami about to take place this coming election. I have no doubt whatsoever that this was absolutely an attack from the globalists that wanted this thing to absolutely ravage our country. They would have been happy and fine with millions of deaths because it would have meant that they would have got Donald Trump out of office. At least they would have hoped that it would have. They're okay with the economy completely crashing because with a booming economy, with the numbers that this president was getting, for us to get the House, to keep the Senate, and to keep this president, glo the globalists around the world are shaking in fear. There's so much else that's going on behind the scenes. There are so many other things that are taking place that this president's trying to clean house and he needs the House to do it, he needs to keep the Senate, but he's gonna still make some amazing moves. I am telling you, I am a firm believer that this thing was absolutely from just from every side, mainstream media complicit, Democrats complicit, Fauci, friends, complicit in all of it. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer, I think is why the president is allowing Fauci and Burks to stay in the close proximity to him, listening to what they have to say. One thing I know and love about this president is he still does things his own way. And he's navigated us through this pandemic, I think better than any person could have thought or hoped that he would have, because we still had to deal with a real threat. There was still a real, there is still a real virus. And again, I cannot wait to tell you the information that Mike Lindell shared with me just again, right before I went live today, that we'll be bringing to you all very, very soon. Uh, I absolutely cannot wait. So I think they've showed their hands. 
this is just one more way that the Democrats show their support uh, for, for their own. This is how much they do not want you to think for yourself. Absolutely disgusting. Democrats moved to censor Michigan Democrat who thanked Trump for saving her life. Saving her life. And they want to get rid of her. Democrat Michigan State Rep Karen Whitsett has committed an unpardonable sin. According to the Democrats, she gave President Trump the credit for doing something good. That's all she did. Democrats just can't have that, so they plan on putting her in her place. Oh yeah, she stepped off the plantation for just a second. Whitsett con- contracted the virus and was close to death. Making it tougher for her was that Governor Gretchen Whitmere was not allowing the use of hydroxychloroquine for most patients. Whitsett begged her doctor to prescribe hydroxychloroquine to her, which he did, and she made a dramatic comeback and is now disease-free. She thanked the president for saving her life. That's what she did. The 13th Congressional District Democrat Party organization are the ones planning on censoring her. Jonathan uh, Kinlock, chairman of the organization, admitted it is purely a political move. He said, at the end of the day, we have political systems, we have political parties, and political parties exist for a reason. Aren't the Democrats the ones who are always saying the Republicans should place country over party? But here is a freely admitting, here he is freely admitting to putting the Democrat party over the country. All Democrats do that, they just don't confess to it. Whitsett will not get the group's endorsement in the next election and will be prohibited from attending any of their events for two years. That's what the Democrats do. Even for just saying thank you. Oh, if you say thank you to the President of the United States for doing something good, you're done. You know, Vernon Jones, Democrat representative, um, also a member of the black community, he came out very publicly endorsing President Donald Trump's reelection and he was blasted. He almost decided to, he was actually deciding to resign because of this exact same nonsense. And then because of the absolute overflow and outpouring of support for him speaking up, he's decided to stay in his office and run again the next election. Well, I'm actually gonna be interviewing Vernon Jones very soon. I made that connection this morning. I actually said it yesterday on the show. I'd love to interview Vernon. So that podcast will be dropping next week. You're not gonna wanna miss that podcast with Vernon Jones. Again, if you haven't already subscribed, subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. You gotta have that J in there, David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. But he will be on my podcast next week and I'm excited to hear what he has to say. I literally really felt like I was getting a little sick to my stomach when I had to read that news to you. For individuals to be so full of hatred and bitterness towards an American president, a sitting U.S. president that's done so much good for our country, that they're willing to silence and censor one of their own just for saying thank you, should also make you absolutely sick to your stomach. If you're watching this and you've been holding out, just believing that somebody good is going to come out of the Democrat Party to champion your party and possibly become the president of the United States... I think you need to hang that hat up for at least a good 10, 20 years, if not ever, and just ride the wave of all the good things that this president has done for this country, because he's still just getting started. Well, we've got, uh, speaking of Vernon Jones, I'm going to share this little clip with you. This is is exactly the kind of truth that they want to silence. Vernon is not mincing words when he speaks specifically about what he believes his own party is doing 
to his community and to the American uh, people. And I will continue to let the Democratic Party know that the bigotry within his party is hurting African-Americans and more and more African-Americans are thinking independently. It is hurting not only the African-American community, it hurts the Hispanic community, it hurts the Asian community, it hurts the, the Caucasian community, it hurts all Americans. The bigotry that exists in the Democrat party is absolutely, this, I believe it's the stain left over from racism that we had to deal with when the KKK was hanging white folks and black folks. It's the same stain, it's the same hatred, it's the same evil, and it's still very much alive in the Democrat Party today. Love to hearing Vernon Jones share that. Again, you're not gonna wanna miss that podcast with him. Well, we've got this confirmation about the CDC. You know, everybody wants to blame the president for lack of testing, mess-ups in testing. Well, the truth has come out that the CDC actually sent out virus tests that were contaminated with the actual virus. How does that happen? If you want to blame somebody about the virus, don't look to President Trump. Initially, the CDC wanted to manufacture all of the tests. I wonder if there's a little coercion going on right there. The, the later, they later okayed others to manufacture the tests as well, and now we know why they changed their minds. Their tests were contaminated with the virus itself. Did people actually contract the virus from the tests is a question that I want to know. I am neither a doctor nor a scientist, but I would have to believe tests contaminated with the virus cannot be a very good thing. It seems that they were making the test kits in the very same room their scientists used to study the virus. Are you kidding me? That would seem to be an obvious mistake and one that should never have been made. Scott Beckler, Becker, executive director of the Association of Public Laboratories said, it was just tragic. All that time, when we were sitting there waiting, I really felt like here we were, we were at one of the most critical junctures in public health history, and the biggest tool in our toolbox was missing. These were the early test kits, and they were shipped to states at a time the virus might have been contained. The CDC has been the main defender of the World Health Organization, which I've got some exposing to do on them next. It's almost as if they tried to make the epidemic worse than it might have been without, uh, with contempt people in charge. Friends, I'm talking about a collaborative effort to try to make this pandemic worse. You connect the dots for yourself. You do your own research. I put plenty of news and facts up at davidharrisjr.com for you to have an alternate news source to the mainstream, lamestream media that, we, that continually pushes nothing but propaganda out their airwaves. They do call it programming for a reason. Well, I give you truth, I give you facts, and I say make up, uh, make up your own mind with that. So here's, here's the exposing with the World Health Organization. As if the director, Tedros, as if he didn't do enough wrong already, sticking up for China, regurgitating their propaganda, saying there's no human-to-human -human trans trans uh, transfer, and basically honoring China in everything while then giving us the raw end of the deal. Look at this other information that we pulled up about the World Health Organization. They actually promote children's sexual rights. What in the world is the World Health Organization doing trying to support anything that has to do with children making a decision 
about what gender they should be. Are you kidding me? I'm not. Cutting off money from the, to the World Health Organization for their complicity with China would be justification enough. Mother policies of who are equally putrid. One such, one such policy is pushing child sexual promiscuity. International Planned Parenthood Federation is partner with the World Health Organization in its battle to teach kids sexual deviancy is not only acceptable, but admirable as well. They have helped guide, uh, they have helped set guidelines as to what children should be taught in school about sex. The IPPF, that's the International Planned Parenthood Foundation, is also the world's largest player in the abortion industry. So indoctrinating children to sex could be their way of drumming up more business. Get them pregnant and then rip them apart, rip the babies apart limb by limb. What came first, the impregnation or the abortion? Activist mommy, my friend Elizabeth Johnson, she broke this news. UNESCO's 2009 version of the document, also endorsed by WHO, was slightly modified after public protest, but the original guidelines were still available at the UN Higher Commission for Refugees website in August. Learning objectives for level ages five through eight. We'll get to the sexual sex change stuff uh, later. That's also a part of this whole thing. Girls and boys have private body parts that they can feel pleasurable when touched by oneself. Five to eight years old. Yes, the World Health Organization endorses this. Touching and rubbing one's genitals is also called masturbation. They're going to tell five to eight-year-olds this? Are you fuming yet? Masturbation is not harmful, but should be done in private. All people, regardless of their health status, religion, origin, race, or sexual status, can raise a child and give it the love it deserves. 9 to 12. It just continues to get worse. I'll, I'll let you read the article for yourself. But friends, this is just one more reason why the World Health Organization should absolutely not be funded by us, the American taxpayer, because that's exactly where the money comes from. Just one more little caveat there about, uh, about who. And again, thankful that the president cut them off. You know, I'm always trying to find a silver lining in things. We will get through this crisis. We will get through this pandemic. But the amount of corporations, organizations, and individuals that have exposed their true colors, the underbellies, of their evilness. They're not hiding anymore. Things are coming to light that is waking a lot of people up. And a lot of people are gonna be supporting the individuals that wanna take these organizations down, defund them, and literally change the game. I truly believe that that is a silver lining under this entire thing. Well, Joe Biden's issue with China got worse, shared this a little earlier. Joe Biden's issues Joe Biden has a problem other than not being able to put two sentences together very uh, accurately or effectively or, or continually. Joe Biden has a problem with China and his problem has gotten even worse. Neither does Hunter, who has made a lot of money with China. He doesn't want to have problems with China either. Joe Biden has been an apologist for China for many, many years, and, di and it didn't start uh, when they bought Joe Biden's loyalty with cold, hard cash to his son. When it came to the American workers, Biden has been no friend when it comes down to our workers and China's. He, he, he's taken their side every time. He's now trying to distance him, himself from his own record. His latest campaign ads run antithetical of his career. Just last year, he said that China is not, he said China is not our competitor, despite the fact that many of our manufacturing plants have moved there. How many of you have stuff that says made in China on it? Not throwing any shame or blame, just pointing out 
almost every Amazon box you get, a lot of them, except for the last probably month and a half, said made in China on it. Well, he put an ad out with Asian actors. Racist much? Asian actors, which if the president was to use actors like that, everybody would say he's racist. Well, Joe Biden can get away with it. Uh, I break down so many issues that have that have uh, that ha- that Joe Biden has been exposed on supporting China, pro- pro- propping up China, pushing for better work relations with China. Share that. There's so much. I'm not going to cover it all right here, but Joe Biden's China, uh, China problem just got worse. Should be seen by everybody. I've got a clip. I was so excited. It just dropped today. My interview with Roger Stone, the man that's been gagged for 16 months, the man that was absolutely put up. He was he was set up by dirty cop Mueller and his team of dirty cops. He was harassed. He was attacked. He was said he couldn't share anything. He's facing jail next Thursday. He's supposed to be checking himself in, turning himself in to spend over 40 months in prison. He's lost his home. He's lost his car. He's lost his savings. He's lost his insurance. Friends, this man has been put through hell all because of his support for the president. Here's a clip from that podcast. I love the stories that he has. He shared some stories just like this and even more on how long he's known the president and uh, and some of what he had to say about before Donald Trump became our president. How long have you known Donald Trump? You said you, you encouraged- I've actually, I've actually known him David, 40 years. He attended my wedding in Washington, D.C. to my wife. Uh, uh, I met him when I was sent to New York to organize Governor Ronald Reagan's campaign for president. And he was recommended to me as someone who might be willing to join the Reagan uh, uh, Finance Committee, uh, which he ultimately did. He raised a couple hundred thousand dollars, which in 1979 dollars is a huge amount of money. His parents, Fred and Mary Trump, great people, also big supporters of uh, Ronald Reagan, close personal friends of Barry Goldwater had had financed his campaign. The Trumps have always been Republicans, even though the local politics in Queens is Democratic. His parents were both rock rib Republican conservatives, and Donald was a registered Republican his entire life, except for the short period in which he left the Republican Party to join the New York affiliate of the Reform Party when he was briefly considering running as the Reform Party candidate for president in 2000, which if he were here right now, he would tell you, Roger always liked that idea better than I did. And it's true. He never ran. He gets angry when people say you ran and lost. No, he never ran. It was an absolute honor and privilege to interview the amazing individual Roger Stone. He had a lot to say. He had a huge awakening. He had a spiritual awakening. He shared with me about the conversation that he had with Franklin Graham, and he made a massive decision. I had an opportunity to pray with Roger Stone. For all of you individuals of faith out there, you're absolutely going to love that podcast. And if you're not, you're still going to love it because this man is a patriot that absolutely supports our president and his story should be heard. I'll put the link to his podcast on this on this uh, post as soon as it gets uh, as soon as my show is over. I'll put it there so you can go find it. Search David J. Harris Jr. on your favorite podcast player. Uh, otherwise, I'll put the, the link for Spotify and for iTunes on this post after this show. You're going to want to hear exactly what he's got to say. And now, finally, more proof is coming out that General Flynn was set up the same way Roger Stone was. 
that he was stonewalled. There was exculpatory evidence that was not released, that was withheld in order to do the exact same thing to Roger Stone. Are Americans paying attention to what is trying to take place in our country? Going after everybody that loves and supports this president, good honorable men that never had any issues, never broke any laws. General Flynn was respected, a respected general, never had any issues. He's had his life absolutely turned upside down and devastated because of the dirty cops that are friends of Hillary and Obama. FBI Director Director Christopher Wray pushed to withhold exculpatory evidence in Mike Flynn case. The Daily Caller is reporting that the FBI Director Christopher Wray had been withholding Brady information from General Flynn's attorney, Sidney Powell. On Friday, Powell filed, filed paperwork with the court handling Flynn's case, and in that filing is supposed to be proof that Ray was illegally withholding Brady material. Powell has repeatedly accused the prosecution of withholding exculpatory evidence, and now she says that she has produced it and there is more evidence to come. The tweets are there. Click on them for yourself. Powell wrote, This afternoon, the government produced to Mr. Flynn stunning Brady evidence that proves Mr. Flynn's allegations of having been deliberately set up and framed by corrupt agents at the top of the FBI. We can't forget the president just earlier this week said the top of the FBI were scum. He's talking about these same individuals. He's talking about Mueller and his band of dirty cops. The government has deliberately suppressed this information information uh, in this evidence from the inception of this prosecution, knowing that there was no crime by Mr. Flynn. Since August 2016, at the latest, partisan FBI and DOJ leaders conspired to, de- to destroy General Flynn. These documents show in their own handwriting and emails that they intended either to create an, offen- an offense they could prosecute or at least get him fired. I- I'm thankful that this information is coming out. I'm thankful, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off. I'm really upset. After listening to Roger Stone, and you'll hear it in the podcast, seeing this come out about General Flynn, for any American out there that still has your head stuck somewhere that there, there's no sunshine, and it's probably pretty stinky, you, you, you need to wake up. I really, truly hope you wake up. We are in a fight for our country. There are corrupt leaders that are trying to t- that are that are taking out innocent Americans. What if you wound up in the crosshairs of those corrupt leaders? Maybe you created something. Maybe you invented something. Maybe it's a store or business you own. Maybe it's a store or business one of your friends or one of your family members owns. And for some reason, they get caught in the crosshairs of dirty FBI and DOJ officials, and their lives are ruined, turned upside down, completely wrecked and destroyed, and facing jail time. What if it was somebody that you knew? What if it was your friend? What if it was you? The only person right now that is leading the charge to expose all of these dirty, corrupt politicians, leaders, is Donald J. Trump. He's the one that talked about it. He ran on draining the swamp because from the private sector, he knew and could see exactly what was taking place. And yet, even knowing the swamp and how deep and widespread its web web was, he still willingly took on becoming the president of the United States to try to help save our country from those corrupt individuals that would love to plunge our country into a socialist state. He's doing it because he loves our country. He's a patriot 
And it's time for all Americans to understand that, acknowledge that, and recognize that, and give him our support, and then also support the individuals, the politicians that support his president, his policies. They're good for us. We need to take back the Senate. uh, Excuse me. We need to take back the House. We need to keep the Senate. And we need four more years of this president, especially to get us out of this current pandemic and economic crisis that we are all facing. God bless you all. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me. Please subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. podcast and go to MyPillow.com. Get yourself some new pillows or sheets or that bed... uh, Uh, that bed topper and use the code David. You'll save up to 60% depending on what you choose. God bless you. Have a great rest of your Friday, TGIF. And uh, we will talk to you maybe this weekend. We'll see, but God bless you. Have a great rest of your weekend. Bye-bye.